Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, spiritual and energy coach, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. Today is a bit of an impromptu podcast, as I had plans that fell through for an interview guest. However, it's something that I have been navigating through for the last little while, and I feel that many of us at this moment in time are navigating through as well, which is burnout and recovery. You see, we're, you know, 20 months into this pandemic, which exacerbates all other underlying things of life that we navigate through. Because let's face it, nothing is ever always easy. Nothing is ever always hard. Things can get stagnant. Things can shift and flow and ebb into other, other opportunities. But what has been constant has been the uncertainty that circles around us, you know, politically, um, you know, the divisiveness, um, health, all of these things of living in, in states of constant fear and anxiety. And even if you aren't yourself living in constant states of fear and anxiety, when it's perpetuated by the media and those around you, it certainly has an effect on your energy as well. And you may be experiencing burnout. This is something that kind of reared its ugly head towards the end of August and into September for me is when I finally realized it had probably been knocking at my door, this burnout um, for a couple of months, but I didn't fully recognize it until September. And it had been an accumulation of many things. Yes, what's been happening globally exacerbated a very full schedule, which I am blessed to work with so many people, but the content of what I work through people with people through is often very heavy to navigate through, which is why I have an absolutely ridiculous and offside sense of humor, which I add into sessions as well. Um, I get to m move with people through navigating some very challenging things, and it is an absolute joy and blessing, but it's heavy stuff. And I had that going on the uncertainty of my dad's illness uh, with his cancer diagnosis, going through chemo and radiation, and now a surgery coming up on Friday the 29th um, as the final piece to moving through the stage and phase of cancer. Not to mention, you know, being kind of the hub within my family dynamic and that feeling heavy on me with an only child making sure that all of her needs are met through the summer months where there's not a lot going on. And my own personal struggles that I've been navigating through for over the last couple of months, kind of a shit storm or a firestorm or whatever you want to call it, to, for burnout to really um, make itself known. And so it was really imperative for me in order to be the best support to others, to recognize that burnout is where I was at, really holding firm boundaries that are necessary in order to me, for me to be the best support to those closest to me, to my clients, 
to my child, my family, and most importantly, myself, um, and putting those into place, but also allowing myself recovery time for burnout. So what I wanted to discuss with you today are some of the signs of burnout and then give you some ideas on how to help yourself recover from burnout. So one of the first signs, this is a physical sign of burnout, is having a lot of headaches. From an energetic standpoint, when we receive headaches or when we have headaches, it's often because we've got so much energy and information in the crown and third eye area, top heavy. And these are energies that are bombarding our thoughts. So from an energetic standpoint, it makes perfect sense that we are, you know, experiencing headaches, the the volume of energy around the head um, becomes amassed and we have these headaches that are happening. Um, It can be because we're consumed with our thoughts, with the things that are getting plugged into our mind. I mean, turn on the TV and listen to the news for half an hour and it will likely feed into this earworm into you to give information that isn't necessarily of your highest interest or highest good. So one of the signs that you are burnt out, and of course, these are usually accumulative. There's more than one, but one of them is headaches. Another sign of feeling burnt out is feeling negative or overly critical of others. We're in a pessimistic state. We can't see the good. We're focusing only on the bad. Someone does something, we're overly critical of them instead of, you know, having the compassion or patience or ease that we normally would have, we're feeling more critical, negative, and pessimistic. It's hard to get out of that loop. That's the, these are signs that um, we're feeling burnt out. Another sign of burnout is unexplained exhaustion. You're getting eight hours of sleep, nine hours of sleep, 10, seven, six, whatever is normal for you to be on functioning on all cylinders, but you feel exhaustion. And this isn't necessarily a tired, I need to sleep. This is what I call soul tired. And I was there August, September, like soul, soul, soul tired. So soul tired, I guess, is that. I I just felt stretched, like I had absolutely nothing. And that's a huge sign of burnout where you just want to go lay in bed and not be on, not be around anyone, not want to do any of those things. If you're irritable, you're irritable to those around you. You're irritable with what you may read. You're irritable hearing someone express an opinion that is different than yours. You can't hold space from it. That's a sign of burnout as well. Another way in which we can experience burnout physically is becoming by becoming physically ill. All of a sudden we have digestive issues or we feel nauseous or you know we have a we end up getting colds, cold and flu. These are all ways in which the body goes I cannot handle any more of what you've taxed onto me, so I'm shutting down so that I'm going to force you into this place of rest to take care of yourself and actually pay attention to yourself. So becoming physically ill can often be a sign of burnout as well. Insomnia or change in sleep patterns. This is huge for me right now. I'm still there. 
I'm more aware of it. It's not quite as bad as what it was in its peak time. Um, some of it has now become a pattern for me. But insomnia or not having access to sleep can often be a sign that we're feeling burnt out. I know for me it was there. And then it was, you know, turning to patterns um, that don't support sleep as well, which I'm, I'm navigating out of so that I'm getting a little bit more restful sleep than what I was maybe two months ago. Endless anxiety, thoughts, anxiety floating in the body. Do you even know what anxiety feels like in the body? I, I've done a podcast before to talk about how anxiety shows up for you. When you feel anxious, how does it feel? Do, you, do your shoulders go up your neck? Does your chest get tight? Does your stomach hurt? Does it feel like you're going to vomit? Do you feel hot and uncomfortable? Like what does anxiety feel like for you? But anxiety are, are these thoughts that swirl around, but they have a physical impact in the body as well. And it's becoming aware of that. I'm constantly worrying about what may happen when the truth is we don't know damn thing of what's going to happen, really. Other signs of burnout are feeling hopeless or inadequate, like we are not enough. Our ugly not enoughness will rear its head when we are mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually taxed. We're burnt out. We begin to neglect our self-care. We don't carve out boundaries for ourselves to go and take care of our physical body, our mental body, our emotional body. We don't feel like we have time. We don't, we don't make self-care a priority. That is a sign that we are burning out. And another sign, because we get neglected, another sign of burnout is that we feel numb or apathetic about life. So we've gone into one of our coping mechanisms to disassociate or numb ourselves, or we're completely apathetic instead of having the ability to feel compassionate for other people's plight or situations. We find ourselves in complete apathy to the state of everything that's going on. We don't really give a shit. And it's important to not give about a shit about what people say or think about you. Uh, it's important to not give a shit about things that don't matter, but things that matter, you need to give lots of shits about. <laughs> so these are all signs that burnout is present. Um, often you'll have several on that list that you can check off. Maybe all of them, maybe a handful of them, but there's, it's not usually just one. It's an accumulation of a few of them that give sign that you're burning out and it's interesting that that's the expression that's used because, you know, you think of a candle that has a flame and it, when it gets to the end of the flame, it burns out. Well, flame is a source of energy. We have limitless potential energy, but when we are not taking care of ourselves in the way that we need to, those stores of energy become locked and blocked and we can't access them. And that's, you know, hence why we use the term burnt out. So what can we do? We're burnt out. Everybody's burnt out. Um, you know, how can we move forward and get into burnout recovery? Well, the first one is getting enough sleep. Seriously, enough sleep. Now, again, this has been really challenging for me. I know all of the things. It's not necessarily coming into play that easily for me right now, but some of the tips and tricks to help you get into sleep are following a bedtime routine. So 
Um, for me, I, I still have a bedtime routine, even though I have insomnia. Falling asleep is never an issue for me, but my bedtime routine always consists of having you know, a hot bath uh, later in the evening after the day is done. Um, after which maybe you want to have a cup of tea or something warm that kind of nurtures the body from the inside. For me, um, I really like to cuddle and watch something with my daughter. It's just, we often watch things that we've seen before so we can have conversation. That's when we have most of our conversation um, is in the evening before we both head to bed. But maybe for you, it's reading a book. It's doing something or doing a puzzle or something like that. Um, but having some routines in place before bed, not having blue light in the bedroom is also beneficial. Um, the alarm clocks that I do have uh, project onto the ceiling because I am so nearsighted when my contacts or glasses aren't in. I can't actually see the time on the alarm clock next to me, but I can't handle any blue light. So even like I, I will tape off any kind of blue light that's in the room, but my alarm clock numbers are in red because it doesn't interfere with sleep as much. So blocking out blue light. Um, if you don't already have one set, but setting on your phone to the nighttime mode so that it's more warm and you don't have that bright blue light kind of popping off or turning your notifications off altogether. Of course, you know, limiting your amount of screen time right before bed also helps. So these are all things that can help you sleep. Again, I wish I was a better expert to share with. I know how to fall asleep. It's the insomnia of waking up. I've got a little bit of hormones and a little bit of um, my own you know, worries and concerns until I'm hopeful that once my dad has his surgery, we'll start to alleviate themselves. So number one for burnout recovery is getting enough sleep. Another way in which to recover from burnout is rituals and practices. So healing your spirit and mind, this can be a meditative practice, this can be breath work, this can be journaling, it could be gratitude, it could be affirmations, positive self-talk, any of the above, but putting some rituals in and structure into your day in place um, helps with that burnout. So for me, starting my day, I use, I don't do affirmations to be quite honest, but I do intention setting of what I want my day to start with. I always incorporate some type of meditative practice and it has been very, very brief, my meditative practice, but I do a, a small meditation before I work with clients during the day. Um, I don't journal journal, but I talk journal, which I've spoken to before on other um, podcasts. Um, and gratitude, I just pause and reflect on things that I'm grateful for. And some people, it really works to write it down. That's not for everybody and that's okay as well. But putting some rituals or practices to hold structure to your day, but that get you into that reflective piece are really beneficial. Unplugging and disconnecting. I turn my notification settings off 
on my Instagram, especially because that's where I am most active and where most of my points of contact come from. Um, but I turn my notifications off. I toggle them off for different points during the day, of course, when I'm working with clients, but also pockets of the evening. Um, and you know, when I'm asleep as well. Um, so that's important to unplug and disconnect for me throughout the day. I need to it's important to drink water, drink, hydrate yourself. You'd be surprised how crappy we feel when we don't have enough hydration going through us. So drink your damn water. <laughs> Something simple. Um, pay attention to where you're holding stress in your energy. I've talked about this in a podcast before that your body is always talking to you when it's holding on to um, a burnout your body's holding on to it in a different place, but pay attention to where that stress is. Be conscious of it. Breathe into that space. Hold your hands on that space. Work to release it. Connect with others, even if it's just with a text, but connecting with people that we love keeps us grounded. I have conversations with those whom I love, um, you know, all throughout the week, whether it's daily for some people or every other day or weekly, but it's important for me to have those connection pieces with those whom I love and care about the most. It helps ground me and keep me focused on the present when there's other energies that are swirling around me. Set boundaries, both with yourself and with others and work. Set boundaries. This one was huge for me. After this summer and the amount of space that I was holding and then moving into the fall, um, you know, I had a daughter very active in fastball during the summer season who is now very active in hockey in the winter season. Um, I have a partner who works shift work, which means that, you know, there's often evenings and weekends where I am doing the parenting alone with no family support at all here whatsoever, as well as working, running my own business. It was imperative for me to set boundaries in how and when I can hold space. And I, you know, I've had to uphold those a lot in the last month. Um, and I felt myself getting close to burnout or burnout, maybe even full on burnout. Um, but saying, I don't have the capacity to extend myself into the evenings. I don't have the capacity to extend myself into the weekends. I am literally at the rink running. Uh, today, I was at the rink getting my daughter there for a 7am ice time, getting her home to school, working with clients, writing for a publication, recording this. Um, podcast. And then after school today, I'm picking up my daughter and running her out of town to another ice time. And we won't get home until close to seven o'clock this evening. And she still has homework to do. And I need to be a present parent. And that's really important for me that I show up and be present for her in all the ways. And, you know, I'll be 42 in two days. And I'm not a 21 year old that, you know, went to university and worked two jobs simultaneously. I don't have the capacity to stretch myself in that way anymore. Maybe I didn't then either, but I certainly don't now, nor do I desire to. And so it's been really important to me to set firm boundaries that my business hours are my business hours. And those are my business hours um, for my own mental physical, emotional, and spiritual health and well-being. You can do it too. <laughs> um, rest. So this doesn't necessarily mean 
numbing out on Netflix or social media, but carving in pockets of rest. I have really benefited for, from taking a full day of rest and taking care of me or a half day and just resting. Um, I'm a very physically active person. I always am, but I'm equally in tune with my body's need to actually rest. And especially since I haven't been sleeping as well for the last four or five months as I was before. Well, let's be honest, I don't always sleep well. My mom says I was a shitty sleeper as a baby and a child and probably will be my whole life. However, it's kind of at a peak of, of its worst right now. Um, but it's important. There's times where I have had 20 minutes that I could fit in for a nap. And I actually allow myself 20 minutes to have a damn nap. And I don't feel lazy for doing so. Um, my body needs that rest in order for all the creativity, the energy to move in the other ways. And that's totally fine. Um, another way in which we can recover from burnout is take some supplements. Listen, I'm not a doctor, not a naturopath. Please consult with some, but taking your basic vitamins and supplements um, can also help. There's certain things that I take for inflammation of my joints. There's certain things that I take to help keep me calm. There's certain things to help with my mood that I boost. There's, you know, we live in Canada. Um, our hours of daylight are reduced significantly in the winter. Vitamin D is just like take it and vitamin C upping that, upping that as well. So there's lots of different supplements that you can take that help support the body in different ways and help you with burnout. And then the last one is prioritize fun. Fuck. You know, we, I look at like the best schools and education programs and I taught for 15 years in the systems, but the best programs for early education really fostered play and talked about how play is how, you know, children learn and they learn social constructs and they, they dig into their creativity. And then all of a sudden we get older and play isn't prioritized anymore. Play is equally important as productivity. And I'll tell you something. If you don't schedule time in for your play, nobody the fuck else is going to come in and schedule time for play for you. Make it a damn priority. Make fun a priority. Make laughter, joy, play, and creativity a damn priority and see if your energy and your burnout doesn't start to shift with all of these things. That's all I've got for you. Off the cuff hopefully useful. Again, I had an interview plan that ended up falling through last minute. I'm so grateful to all of you. That's part of my gratitude list is my gratitude for all the people who consistently listen, all the people who review this podcast. Um, it helps me so much who give the ratings and reviews and who share this podcast with others that they think would benefit from it. My love and gratitude to all of you. Take care of you. You're worth it. Much love. Bye for now.